This is Radio Influence. As America's zone coach, premier thought leader, and the world's number one coach of champions, Jim Fannin is the go-to person. He has guided the careers of the best pro athletes from 10 sports and business executives from 50 industries. He has coached individuals, families, relationships, and students in simplifying and balancing their lives for more than 40 years. From winning Wimbledon, the World Series, and a gold medal, to losing 68 pounds, saving lost marriages, or overcoming financial ruin, Jim Fannin has been behind the scenes guiding individuals through the intricate process of peak performance. His success tools are not just for the superstar. They're designed to help you reach your full potential as you tap into life's most successful mindset, the zone. And now, please welcome the coach of champions and America's zone coach, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm with my sidekick producer, Seth Hurd. Hey, Seth. Man, what a year. I've been looking forward to this all morning. Actually, as I was visualizing an amazing day last night, I was looking forward to this. You know, I look back at 2017 and as we look forward to 2018, I mean, I had no idea that the zone existed eight months ago. And Holy look cow. At- <laughs> Holy cow. What an awareness. I had no idea of the score system. You, you had an epiphany. We just had a mutual friend uh, that uh, that said, you know, you, you got to talk to this guy. And uh, <laughs> and because of the score system, my life looks so much different from doing this show. And if you've, you know, you're brand new, don't worry. There's some amazing stuff coming. But if you've been with us the whole time, man, I bet your life looks different too. So what we're doing now is looking forward to 2018. But if you're brand new, we always have to explain what is the zone and how has it worked for some of the top performers in sports, business, and entertainment. Well, first of all, Seth, the zone is in everyone at any given time, uh, 24-7, while you're asleep, while you're awake. And the zone... uh, is a form of peak performance. Athletes have given it that nickname. It, nickname. it has all kinds of monikers, raking in the now, uh, uh, in the red, uh, locked in, tripping, zoning, <laughs> uh, playing out of your head, out of your mind. So it has a lot of nicknames depending on the sport, the business situation. In the flow is another nickname. But it really is a uh, serious physical mental fusion, and when you're in this zone state, you have supreme confidence. You have a sense of knowing that everything will be okay, and this is especially during a crisis or some challenge that you're confronted with, or looking adversity in the eye. Uh, it's typically triggered when you're in these stress situations, but it doesn't have to be. You can be in the zone just reading a book or listening to the show. You can be in the zone. When you're in it, your eyes double, triple shutter speed. That's a cool phenomenon. Kind of slows everything down. And uh, if you're in a danger situation, you can look for an avenue of escape or reverse it, an avenue of assault to fight your way out. So it, it is a flight or uh, a fight or flight syndrome. Also in the zone, uh, You have inordinate quickness, speed, agility, strength. That's why athletes love the zone so much. 
your stomach does shut down. Digestion slows down. The blood's diverted from your stomach to your brain for clarity, and the rest of the blood goes to the large muscles. So you do have that inordinate quickness and strength. But the other attribute of the zone, I think, is one of the most important. You really have very little thought. Uh, you're fully immersed in the moment. Your conscious mind is pulling in data from your surroundings, 360. You pull it in from any geographical location. And your intuition really comes to the forefront. Uh, you're not operating on emotion, uh, which so many of us do uh, when we're confronted with something we don't like. You know, oh, my gosh, you know, we get emotional. But when you're in the zone, uh, that emotion that can harm you, really it's put in the back seat. So intuition is real-time information that your conscious mind doesn't possess. So there's different levels of the zone. To get into a deep zone, I, the longest I've seen it last 33 days, that's pretty much a phenomenon. It takes a tremendous amount of energy. Of course, when you're aware of being in the zone, Seth, you're not in it anymore. So we got to start over. You got to start over. It's like a rubber band. It stretches, stretches. You lose some mental or physical energy. The rubber band breaks, and the champion zoniac performer takes out another rubber band and stretches again. So you're going to be in and out of that zone. But I really believe you can live near the zone every single day, and that requires extreme positivity. That requires you to stay out of the past, unless it's for analysis, which is important, or evaluation. This uh, holiday season, we're talking about old times with our friends and having a belly laugh with them. I think going into the past, that's fine. That's cool. But the zone performer stays out of the past. Their moniker really is next. You just keep moving forward. The other thing about the zone, you only go into the future for planning, strategy, tactics. So the zone performer, that's the person, that's the woman, that's the man that is looking you in the eye long enough to discern eye color. And that person is not thinking about themselves. That person is sending energy. You can feel a zone performer without them saying anything, just when they walk in the room. And if you are that zone performer and you're five foot six, you're walking in like you're six six. I mean, you really feel like nothing can go wrong. So it's my desire to have as many people in the zone understand it. How do I get in it? Why do I get out of it? And um, the zone is really the only place to be. It's a great place to live your life. And that's, that's really what this show is all about. And every week, we check out the top performers, not necessarily just because, you know, you love basketball or you love the Tony Awards or whatever, whoever is the zone performer, but because there's always a lesson for you and me and everybody else in those key clutch performances. This is a little different because we're at the end of the year. So what were the moments that really brought together 2017? What were those incredible performances across arenas? I, I'm going to start right off with something that is near and dear to me. It is not near and dear to the listeners like it is for me because it involves my Kentucky, my old Kentucky home. My father, before he passed away, said, Jimmy, I don't want you to gamble a lot. I said, I. I, I don't, Dad. However, 
you better bet on the Kentucky Derby every year. <laughs> I, I will, Dad. And I have. I've been to over 35 derbies. The winner this year in the zone, always dreaming. Uh, I did not bet on that horse. I lost that race. The jockey, John Velasquez, he was in the zone to put on the roses. Uh, it is the greatest two minutes in sports. Doesn't get a lot of mention uh, unless it's the first Saturday in May. But looking back, that was a zone day. We're always dreaming. Song of the year. Uh, this guy can take you to a zone level. Uh, this performer can take you to a place you can't go by yourself. Ed Sheeran, can he sing Shape of You, Song of the Year? Uh, kudos to Ed, who's not only got the pipes, but he's got the feeling to back it up. And you can hop a ride on his songs, and uh, he can take you to an awesome place. Shape of You, Song of the Year. And we're going to go ahead and look at uh, some other arenas here. The biggest grossing book of the year, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, parts one and two. We got to give a shout out here with a key performance. And just a reminder that J.K. Rowling started by writing the first Harry Potter book on the train on her commute. And that's how she became an author. And there are several challenges to go from that to being a phenomenon to having to produce as a phenomenon and then you to continue to write and perform at a high level. It really is, uh, Seth. Uh, getting to the top is a paradigm shift for most people. It's a process that requires to be in the zone, uh, to put on blinders, and just lock in. Writing a book, I, I just finished uh, my next book, and it, it took a year. You know, it's like uh, it's like raising a kid. So kudos to her, but. The hardest thing is staying there because when you get to the top, the one thing you'll realize, whatever it is, top of your field, top of your profession, well, the only footprints you see are yours. And even as a coach, I tell tell every client, I, I can't walk up to the apex with you, but I, I'm going to come up near the top. You got to walk those last 10 steps. It's you. It's not me. And when you get up there, the only footprints will be yours. So. For her to have so many bestsellers, and then again in 2017 to have Book of the Year is like, uh, wow, that is pretty impressive. That is a zone performance. Not, you know, you you look at her that she she won this honor, but what we don't see are all those nights, all those days when she wrestled with every word, every paragraph, making it all flow. And uh, I, I know that's not easy, especially in the fiction realm. That is not easy. Kudos. Kudos. Awesome book. Uh, that's on my list. I have not read that uh, those two uh, renditions of Harry Potter. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to Bitcoin was majorly in the zone. What the heck is Bitcoin? You know, cryptocurrency, <clears throat> Bitcoin. Seems like someone just made this up in their basement and uh, pretty interesting. Uh, but it is in the news. It has rivaled gold as an investment, which is mind blowing. Most people can't even tell you the backside, the backstory uh, 
of Bitcoin. You know, what is it? How does it work? Why does the price go up? Obviously, it's supply and demand. But what is it now? Seventeen thousand. It's right around seventeen thousand. Uh, and people are thinking it may hit twenty thousand. I mean, that's uh, uh, that's off the charts. Bitcoin, you are in the zone. Uh, we have to give a shout out. This is uh, a year ago, but the New England Patriots. Uh, you were definitely in the zone. Won the Super Bowl. Uh, have a shot to win it again. Uh, the bear got poked a little bit <laughs> by the Dolphins, but uh, you cannot underestimate Tom Brady and Belichick. Uh, they, they may repeat. Also, North Carolina won the NCAA in 2017, uh, beating Gonzaga in the finals, 71-65. They were definitely in the zone. And I'll tell you, to win something like uh, NCAA basketball, uh, and this also includes South Carolina on the women's side, who won their first ever in school history NCAA title. So kudos to those teams. But to do it in the pressure of a March Madness setting when, one, you know, one loss, you're done, uh, that's a zone performance. And that includes the student body all the way to the players on the floor and obviously uh, the coaches. Uh, Frank Mason III was the uh, player of the year from Kansas. Kelsey Plum, Washington uh, guard, also was player of the year. That was a zone year. And we can switch to football. Uh, this is a little ironic. Peyton uh, Manning's awesome brother, who doesn't always get the kudos as his brother, Eli Manning. He was man of the year. 2017, won the Walter Payton for his community. Uh, an amazing, consistent performer on and off the field. And, of course, he got unceremoniously dumped to break his consecutive uh, game record uh, last week. Uh, again, he'll be starting this week. But uh, I, I don't want to forget that Eli Manning was the man of the year, and Larry Fitzgerald also shared that honor. These are performers that not only are great on the field, but being a zone performer in your community, uh, well, my hat is off to, uh, to them. And because of this, who was in the zone? Every man and woman responder to all the tragedies of 217. I'm going to lump all these tragedies. Some were uh, not man-made hurricanes, wildfires, uh, some of shootings and some of the horrible things that happened this year. Uh, you have to look at the first responders that were on the scene. This is really a zone moment for these people. And turning that off when they go home is a challenge. I've coached a lot of first responders, but they know the zone. Their eyes double, triple shutter speed. Everything's in slow motion, breathing six to eight breaths as opposed to 15 to 17 breaths. Uh, first responders are trained in these emergency situations. My daughter is a uh, ER nurse, and, and I know this really well. My hat is off to you. I believe you are real Zoniacs. And uh, God bless you, and keep up the awesome work. Hopefully, we don't need you that much in 2018. But if we do, uh, I know you'll be in the zone. That's what you do.
And then fin- finally, I, I've got to give a shout out to Russell Westbrook, who had the most phenomenal year. I uh, finished obviously in 2017, triple doubles galore, set all kinds of records. He was the MVP. Of course, the Golden State Warriors NBA champions. Uh, they were in the zone and the Houston Astros. We've talked about them. All the adversity that they went through. Uh, probably the worst team in baseball two years prior to winning it. Unbelievable. Losing uh, 100 games a year, two or three years in a row. And you got to give a shout out to zone performer Jose Altuve, MVP. And then on the uh, other side of the league, Giancarlo Stanton, what a year he had. And he's still in the zone, now going to be in the Yankees' dreaded, uh, fearsome zone row lineup. Uh, and then we need to give a shout out to Baker Mayfield. This guy won the Heisman Trophy, Oklahoma. This guy is a fifth year starter. But what people don't realize, he was a walk-on. Wow. A walk-on. No scholarship. When he first came, a walk-on in college football. So to go from a walk-on to a Heisman winner, and now it's going to be in the finals of the playoffs, uh, boy, my hat really goes off to Baker Mayfield. Congratulations. 4,340 yards. Uh, 41 touchdowns. Wow, you were in the zone. Seth, uh, another one. I I know you're a TV movie critic. The Vietnam War documentary series was the number one show in 2017. I'm stunned by that, but they did something really unique. They had little myopic... uh, uh, so they had little snapshots of 80 people that were actually participants in different forms in the Vietnam War, from the protesters to the people that are actually going uh, uh, into combat. And it really lifted the hood and gave you an insight of what was this. And it just drew such high uh, audiences and it locked people in to stay from show to show. Uh, I'm very surprised. I wouldn't have guessed that. I had to actually Google that, but the Vietnam War documentary series was the top show in 17. And number two would be what I think a lot of us would think the Game of Thrones uh, was at the top TV show. And, you know, the score system, which of course we're going to talk a little bit more as we get into your best 2018. But you want to talk about a lot of self discipline, a lot of concentration and a lot of optimism to pull a project like both of those off. Uh, and, and and relaxation, being comfortable doing these things. You know, a lot of it, you know, when you think about relaxation, this is not laying in a hammock having a, you know, a cocktail with an umbrella in my glass. That's not what it is. It's being comfortable with adversity. It's being comfortable with the process. And that that's always a challenge. And I think last, uh, uh, being a zone performer, just like our show last week, you got to love what you do. You got to do what you love. And that means you got to have passion even when things aren't going your way. That's the challenge for all of us humans when your expectation doesn't meet reality. It's the cause of most interpersonal conflict. You know, I, I set out to have a great show. We could have technical difficulties. Seth, I know this wouldn't happen. What if you didn't show up? 
And <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. You know, the show's got to go on. You have to make those adjustments and meet adversity head on. And, and that's when we're giving kudos to all the athletes and, and, and stars, even um, the international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. They won the Nobel Prize. That took a lot of effort, a lot of thought, a lot of discipline. So the five markers that we know chemically trigger the zone, they do this collectively, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. The people we're talking about had those five markers at a high level. The good news, we all have those five markers, and we all have free will to manage them or not manage them. And I think being aware of them is your first step toward greatness, is being aware of those five markers. I, I want to mention two products that were in the zone. And this first one excites me. It's called eSight free site, S-I-G-H-T. Now, you're not going to run out and buy this at Best Buy because it's $9,995. So who can afford that? Well, a thousand people have that product. It is the world's most powerful glasses. And what it's done, they're, they're doing everything to get this price down. They're even having GoFundMe uh, campaigns to raise money for people with blindness, near blindness. It has given people so much hope. So these glasses are unbelievable. I'm hoping and praying that the price will get down so that so many people can take advantage of it. E-Sight 3. Uh, that obviously means E-Sight 4 is coming out soon. All right, Seth, and there's one more product. This is very selfish on my my side. It's a zone product. Love it, hate it. I don't know. I got to throw it out. It's called Halo Top. And what is Halo Top? I haven't heard of this yet. Do you like ice cream? <laughs> Do you like ice cream? Do, <laughs> I love Seth, ice cream. I, I, Seth, I, I like ice. I could stick my face in a pint of ice cream. Well, for only five bucks, you can stick your head and a pint of Halo Top, only 360 calories. And their marketing is, it's time to eat ice cream again. Eat the whole pint. How many times have you been to go, oh, God, I want to eat the whole pint. But you feel guilty. 360 calories, Halo Top. It outsold haagen It outsold Ben & Jerry's. Uh, now, a little... Warning, it does have stevia, so it does. I'm not sure that's the best thing for you. You research it on your own. But if you're binging on watching the Vietnam documentary, you may want to buy yourself a pint, five bucks only. Halo Top, I'm telling you, Seth, I'm going to load up. I like me some ice cream every now and then. You know, I just realized they have that at Costco. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Buying in bulk. Shout out, shout out. Well, listen, there's so many other people that were in the zone. Um, I know uh, Rafa Nadal, you know, I played professional tennis. I've got an affinity for that sport. Uh, he was in the zone. He's uh, made some comebacks. He won more matches than anyone. My favorite, though, was Federer, Roger Federer. He was runner-up to that. 
Uh, he won two out of the three majors he played in. But Rafa, you were in the zone in 2017. And then we got to give a shout out to the Spanish 24-year-old one, Wimbledon, Jardine, Muguruza. Uh, you were in the zone. You're not a household name, but you will be. You're that good. Justin Thomas Goff, who's he? He's not a household name. He will be. This guy is a real champion uh, in the zone. Uh, really great performer, won the PGA Championship. And uh, Sung Hoon Park, a rookie, won $2 million, number one. She may have dropped down to number two right now, but uh, definitely uh, number one on the LPGA Tour. You're in the zone. And last and not least, every person on this planet that witnessed the eclipse, during that eclipse, there was no future. There was no past. Your goal was to make the eclipse last. You were in the zone. That was a zone moment in 217. Everybody going out to look at the eclipse. Hopefully you had glasses, unlike Donald Trump, who looked at it with no glasses. But I, I, I hope you looked at the eclipse and uh, maybe you had an eclipse party. So now we get into the meat of the last episode of 2017. We're going into 2018. We're going to look at what are the top performers do to get ready to have the best year of their lives. Picture yourself right now, 2018, New Year's Eve. You've got the uh, really, really cool kind of high-end flute of Dom Perignon. Little Tiffany flute glass of uh, Dom Perignon. That glass is filled up to the top. Now, think about this. This is a dress rehearsal today on this show. There will be tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of Zoniacs around the world. Because New Year's Eve is something I've done 44 straight New Year's Eve. I have not missed this little ritual in 44 years. And and so this year, it'll be the same. So Seth, you're absolutely right. This New Year's Eve. Get away from family, friends, get away from the party, sequester yourself, get alone. Unhinge your jaw. Get your breathing down to six to eight breaths. Do that right now. Just take a couple of deep breaths. You've been listening at 15 to 70 breaths. If you're driving in rush hour, you may be pushing 20. I hope not. Lower your breathing. Unhinge your jaw. Let your tongue kind of float in your mouth. Now, what this is going to do, it's going to take your brain into an alpha brainwave state. It makes your mind very, very amenable to suggestion. And, of course, we're having auto-suggestion. And now it is New Year's Eve. You have projected yourself one year, 12 months to the second. 2018, December 31st, you do have a glass of Dom Perignon in a Tiffany flute glass, and you're going to raise a toast, and you're going to celebrate the greatest year you've ever had in your life. So everybody, let's all raise a toast symbolically, and if you don't drink, that's fine. You can have apple juice in there. I'm cool. Take a sip. Feel how you're going to feel. The greatest year 
of your life. And you feel awesome. You put in the work. You were self-disciplined 365 days. Even on the days off when you wanted to be a bum, you're going to let your hair down. Maybe you're going to have a couple of beers. I'm unplugging. Even that was a zone day because you did it awesome. You're an awesome bum. You really took a day off. And you did that 365 days. You worked hard. You played hard. You had rest in between. And you not only were in the zone personally, but it was contagious. And you started an epidemic of other people being in the zone. And so as you're raising this glass to celebrate, it's not only what you did for yourself, but if you stayed in that zone state, I promise you, what you did for other people is probably hard to quantify. How many people you influenced, how many lives you actually changed. And I'm not talking just about your inner circle. I'm talking about a kind deed to a stranger. Maybe it was a smile. Maybe it was a hug. Maybe it was a pick-me-up. Maybe you left a $100 tip because you overheard the waitress talking about her challenges because her car broke down. That's why she was late. And she was in a disagreement at the counter with the manager of the restaurant. And you heard it. And you gave her a tip. And you did it wanting nothing in return. Nothing. No kudos. No fanfare. You give and expect nothing. That's a zone year. Thread a few of those moments in with all your accomplishments. But then you have to ask yourself, what do I need to accomplish? What one thing do I need to do to be able to look in the mirror and go, wow, that's the greatest year of my life. And, and before you, you say what it is to yourself, there will be adversity in 2018. We will have hurricanes. We will have wildfires. Uh, you will have some adversity. There's too many people on this planet. There's too much competition. It's going to happen. How you respond, how you react to adversity is going to be one of the prime indicators on whether you had a great year or not. I heard three people in the last 48 hours, I cannot wait for 2017 to be gone. And I, I really believe when you celebrate in advance this New Year's Eve and see B to A, the end result of 2018, working in reverse, um, it might be more than you making a million dollars. It might be more than you owning a yacht and sailing the seas and going to all the amazing ports of call. It may be more than that. There's no rules here. Uh, you don't have to be Mother Teresa. You don't. I've met her, by the way. Uh, at another time, I, I have to tell that story. That's a story I, for another show because I, I don't know that one. I cried like a baby. I, she totally uh, blew me away uh, with her kindness and her soulfulness. But raise the glass, get in the feeling, take a sip, all of us on this show, 
what would cause you to raise the glass? What would cause you to celebrate the greatest year of your life? Now, we got to figure out what is that, and now we need a blueprint to make it so. We've already gone to the end. We've gone to B, and then you can reverse engineer it. Whatever that is, what do I need to do in December of 18? November, October, September, August, July, June, all the way back to January. Reverse engineer whatever you want chronologically. And what that does, that illuminates an amazing pathway all the way to the finish line. And then you convince yourself sell you on the awesomeness of you, and you walk on that pathway as if it's so, as it will be. Now, you are more than whatever you're going to put in your mind because you're not just a business person. You may be a mom. You may be a dad. You're definitely a son or daughter. You may be a sister. You may be a brother. You have friends. You may have one great one, but you've got other friends. Maybe they can become great friends. Maybe you can be a better friend. You have your own personal finance. You have your significant other. So let's walk through some of these arenas. Let me give you a couple of visions, and then you're going to pick your primary arena. And again, your primary arena can change. For most of us, our primary life arena of all the things I've just mentioned probably is your career, vocation, or job. And it's not your most important, but it is a primary, the primary arena because it takes an inordinate amount of time, energy, effort, sometimes even money. So you put a lot of effort in it, carves out a lot of thoughts in your mind. But let's take a sheet of paper or memorize this significant other. What's your vision? It's you and your spouse, you and your girlfriend, boyfriend, mate. I think a great vision, if I can give you a suggestion, is one plus one equal three. She and I together equal more than a part, or what's the point? I make you better, you make me better, and the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. That's a great relationship. No matter who you are, that's a great vision. Now, you can have others. That's on you. There's no rules here. Personal finances. With 2018's over, how much money you got in, in your pocket? How much do you have in your bank account? How much is in your 401k? How much is in your Bitcoin account? You know? <laughs> you know? More. <laughs> More. Oh, well, hopefully the bubble hasn't broke on uh, Bitcoin. But what is your, what is your final? 1231 2018 personal finances. What is it? What do you want? What is possible? Career. One year from now, you're not going to be the same. You're either going to be worse or better. That's on you. You got free will. What do you want to be? 1231 2018 in your career. You want to be the president of the company? You want to quit your job and start your own company? There's no rules here. You want to reinvent yourself and not only change careers, change 
industries, it's doable. And Seth, you know that. You, you've done it. You've reinvented your business model for yourself. Yeah. And you know what? I was a guy that did five work or side work for five years thinking, you know, I could do it on my own. That would be a dream. I kind of want to do it. And lo and behold, the score system changed the game for me. I mean, I, I look back and honestly, I'm almost tearing up a little bit here. Thinking about how much I've changed and knowing that other people have changed by come on, Seth. Us. There's no crying on the <laughs> There's radio. No crying. No, come on. One. No crying. <laughs> don't start. Don't get me started. I'll tear up. You know, if if I can maybe just paint a picture of the score system versus maybe where some people were when they came in, it's very easy to think I'm going to wake up and kind of deal with what I got to deal with today, and that's the opposite of a blueprint. And man, when you have that blueprint in place things change. When the score system is balanced, when you have score awareness, things change. And uh, so that's why if you're brand new, that I just want to welcome you in as, man, you picked an amazing episode to join us for the very first day. So we're visualizing these, these different arenas, just like some of the top performers in sports entertainment and business, right? Well, I, I, I just onboarded a new client. I'm not going to mention a very famous person uh, Latin singer, uh, diamond album, uh, platinum, uh, pretty amazing guy. But I, I'll bring him on as a guest sometime in 2018. But as most of my clients, they come really for their primary arena. But I told him, you're more than a, excuse me, I told him, you're more than a singer. You're more than an actor. You're a son. Your brother, personal finance, and your personal wellness. You know that if you just selected yourself arena, that's the arena I'm going to work on the most. Kudos to you. I think that's a great one. Uh, that probably be should be all of our primary arenas. Unfortunately, us humans, we put ourselves last. It's time in 2018. You got to be your own best friend. You got to love yourself before you can get love or give love. You got to respect yourself and respect your time before you can respect other people. So, what do you want personally? You want to weigh 180 pounds and maybe now you weigh 260? Fine. Go for it. There's no rules. Do you want to be more spiritual? You want to tap into your spirituality? I'm not talking religion, but maybe you want to become active in your religion and you want to share your faith with other people. That's an admirable vision, and that's pertinent only to you. So you have all of these life arenas that are under your control, your umbrella, self. That's your spirituality, your physical well-being, your Nutrition, uh, that's how much sleep you get. I mean, that's just you. It's got nothing to do with your significant other. Self-arena, personal finance, career, friends, sibling, spouse, relationship, son, daughter. You're the son of your awesome parents. You might have a hobby. Maybe you want to turn the hobby into your business. How cool would that be? A lot of you have amazing hobbies like, wow, I love this. What if I could turn this into a business? 
Now you're talking. Uh, I like that. Loving what you do, doing what you love. Somebody pays you. I mean, goodness gracious. How fun would that be, Seth? And it's like it is right there. And, you know, when you mentioned the weight loss thing, I I feel kind of weird for giving myself a a shout out on the show. Drop 15 pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Seth, you're going to hurt your arm for uh, (laughs) Seth's now patting his back. I'm not sure I can get my arm. Uh, like that, but that was impressive. That was very impressive. And th- th- that's not to say I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm the coolest guy ever. I'm saying that you're pretty cool. <laughs> I'm going to give you on the cool factor. You're pretty cool. I switched from the negative to the positive. When, when we talk about weight loss, we talk about score awareness. When we talk about these arenas and the, you know visualization for where you need to go, instead of oh man, I ah, uh, gee, man, I mean, you're just gonna everybody's gonna gain ten pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? As opposed to just kind of giving in to that inevitability, I just kind of can't help but get better at stuff by hanging out around here and doing the Jim Fannin show. And so my mind, when my mindset flipped, the scale flipped, and that's a lot of fun. And I just want to add one thing about uh, physical well-being. Uh, avoid the word diet. Nothing's good that has the word diet. <laughs> Die. That's not good. Your body's dying. Instead, it's be your genuine, authentic, best body. You know, we're all souls having human experiences, and we've been provided with this vessel to do with whatever we want to do with it. We can abuse it. Halo Top, $5 a pint. It's only 360 calories. I'm not plugging it. They should be a sponsor on the show, but (laughs) I will put my face in a pint of ice cream. In any event, Set your vision of every arena of your life. And now, what do you need to do? What is the mother of all your actions? What's going to wake you up in the morning and what's going to put you in bed at night? Again, raise your glass, clink the glass, and we're all celebrating the greatest year we've ever had in our life. And I hope that makes you feel powerful, mentally powerful, positive, extremely positive. Illuminate this pathway. Again, be successful. Identify what that means to you. It means different things to different people. And there's no rules, none, on how to make it so. But I do know one thing, Seth. Nothing great happens without a blueprint. And this show is the initial stage of the blueprint. And if you're really a serious zoniac and you're really serious following the score system, uh, having a vision for each of these arenas, well, that's just how you start. You need to break the vision down into well-defined, measurable, achievable goals. And then you break the goals down into daily tasks. And then you got to realize that in all of these arenas of your life, they're like reality television shows. There's a little reality show of Seth battling his body of what he wants and maybe what his body wants. And he, he, he sees himself in a certain shape and a certain wellness category. And that's a little reality show that's played out 
on Seth TV. Uh, but there's a reality show, you know, with your significant other. And um, you're the director. You're the star. You're the choreographer. It's your show. It's not the Jim Fannin show. It's the Seth Hurd show or the John Smith show or the Amanda Johnson show. It's your show. And all of these mini shows, mini series, they're playing simultaneously. Carve out some time in 2017 to rest. My advice, put the rest moments in first as a reward. Everybody, January, February, March, we're going to hit the ground running because we have a vision. We know what the mother of all of our actions is going to be. And we also know the vision for each of our arenas. So you're going to expend a lot of energy. What are you doing to reward yourself around March, around the first week in April? Take a vacation. Take a weekend off. Put your reward, relaxation time in first because you know you're going to do it. That takes confidence to do that. So already I have four vacations planned in 2018. I need that time to replenish my soul. Abraham Lincoln, Seth, had my favorite quote. I wish it was mine. I've said it so much, I kind of act like it's mine, but it's not. It's our, our dearly beloved Abe. Abe Lincoln said, if I had four hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend two hours sharpening my axe. In 2017, Seth, how many times have we chopped and chopped and chopped and worked, but we kept chopping with a dull axe? Nothing happened. We started digging up a rut or getting in a hole, and it became frustrating. And, man, that has been another huge, huge change for me because and it, yeah, I don't want to throw anybody into the bus, but, you know, as kind of a person who works in a lot of the digital era, there is kind of sometimes this, this uh, kind of badge of honor in the entrepreneurial space where it's like, well, I only sleep four and a half hours a night. Well, I only sleep two and a half hours a night, and I don't eat food. You know, I just run off of black coffee for my my 20 hours. And uh, you might be able to do that for a couple of months. But man, if you want to be a person who's having an awesome experience in every arena of your life, you cannot enjoy your life and you can't succeed long term without those last two letters in the score system. Relaxation, enjoyment. And under that relaxation is definitely rest. And uh, it's also silence. It's knowing when to turn your brain off uh, during the day. Uh, we want you to have a musical 2018, but we, we love music on the show, and we know that music isn't music without silence. There is silence between the drumbeat, and there's silence between the notes and a vocal. There's silence uh, in between the uh, string instrument. And when the silence changes, the music changes. So for 2018, to have your greatest year, put in your vacations now. Put in the, the, the commitment that I'm going to add some silence to replenish my mind, replenish my soul. Just turning your brain off in our reboot <clears throat> takes just a few seconds. I would sprinkle thousands of those throughout your life in 2018. 
So let's get back to <clears throat> New Year's Eve, Seth. New Year's Eve's in a few days. It's the end of 2017. Close the door. Don't go back. No regrets. Whatever happened, happened. But learn from it. You now know what you don't want for 2018. That, that we know. You know what you don't want. This has been a frustrating year for millions of Americans and uh, hundreds of millions of people around the world. Around this globe, there is social, political, economic unrest. It's everywhere. The news brings in more negatives through our social media feeds than positives. That's just a fact. Uh, if I tell you something that's negative and it seems kind of juicy, you'll spread that 22 times to the positive thing I give you. That's pretty shocking when you think about that statistic, yeah. that a negative will go farther and will be given with a little more glee. Oh, my God, did you hear what happened to Seth? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> he grew a mohawk. <laughs> What's up with that? And he, it's purple, you know? <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, my God, Seth's flipped out. He grew a mohawk. Instead of saying, did you hear what happened to Seth? Seth had his best year ever. You'll tell that to a few people, and everybody go, oh, okay. Tell me about that mohawk, you know? <laughs> so yeah. immunize yourself for 2018. Get thicker skin. Know that there will be negativity. But immunize yourself. Give yourself a psychological, mental self-vaccination. The score system is your awareness meter. The great ones are aware of things not being right immediately. And when you're aware of low self-discipline, that I'm not prepared, low concentration, that I'm meandering and having some chaotic thoughts, I'm, I'm not single-minded here, focused. Be aware of saying things that reflect low self-esteem. Statements like, oh man, I didn't have any bad luck. I wouldn't have any luck at all. Everybody laughs. That's a negative self-esteem comment. It, it doesn't need to be said. It doesn't move the needle toward what you want to accomplish. But be aware of that. And the awareness of that can fix it 90% of the time. Be aware of when your breathing is 20 breaths a minute. Set your alarm that when it goes off, you'll take some deep breaths to remind you what deep breathing is and what it does for you. Be aware when you're not smiling. I, I remember my mother, uh, who actually never saw me play a professional tennis tournament, which is kind of amazing, but she did see some of my amateur events. Um, you never smile. Why aren't you smiling? I go, I, I don't know, Mom. I never thought about it. You don't look like you're having fun. I said, well, well Mom, I, I am having fun. I'm in the zone. I, I'm, I'm locked in. I've got on my game face. Uh, this guy's trying to take all my money. This guy's trying to kick me out of the tournament, send me home packing. I'm in a war, Mom, but I like that. But, you know, I became aware that maybe I could laugh more. And then I realized I throw in a few laughs. That's going to give me a shot of dopamine. Maybe that's a good thing for me. 
not not to show mom that I'm having a good time. I still need to have that game face. But awareness, that's going to go a long way to help you be the best you can be. And then the other thing for 2017, visualization. I promise you, if you sleep eight hours a night, you're awake 112 hours a week. Trust me on the math. I promise you're going to spend at least 50% of your waking hours daydreaming, usually about something that uh, you haven't given up on. Why not visualize proactively for the positives? Why are you visualizing what you don't want? We've done that in 217. We've all done that. We've all looked at the television and go, I don't want that. I don't like that. And you visualize it. In 2018, flip the script. See what you want. See it as if it's so. And commit to it. You know, if I, if I can put some legs to that statement, looking at my own life, talking about, you know, kind of having that dream of doing the entrepreneurial thing for about five years before I took the dive. Think back to, let's, let's say, about 2013. I have a client that was just in, a, in an industry that probably wasn't going to be hanging around. It's kind of like, you know, if, if you work at Blockbuster <laughs> at the tail end of it, you might want to update the resume, right? And I, I think back to that and how much I thought ahead to, I wonder if these guys can even stay in business, regardless of what I do for them. You know, it's a teeny tiny part of, will an industry still be there? And it's because I didn't have a blueprint. I was just worrying about the future. And when you're in the future, you can't affect your present. And I look back now and say, I don't ever have to do that again because when I come up against a challenge, I can ask that question, where am I at right now? What can I be focused on? How can I visualize going out and doubling the business anyway, even if this one little route doesn't work out? You know, we, I think that one of the most powerful examples, you know, when we went through who's in the zone for 2017, the Astros, it's not like they just waltzed into the World Series and then they waltzed through those games. That was a significant challenge with a lot of moments where even their fans thought, oh, it's not going to happen. Uh, and so when you have a blueprint, you have a place to send your thoughts, send your energy other than twiddling your thumbs going, oh man, I hope, I hope that doesn't go and, and the other thing, Seth, about a blueprint, uh, you will have to adjust it. There's a good chance of that, but at least you can adjust from something so much easier than trying to adjust from nothing. Now, wow, now you're confused. Now you're chaotic. What do I do? The champion wins first in their mind before they walk into the business meeting, before they walk into the arena. Everybody else walks into the arena, the non-champions, and then try to figure out what to do. So today's show is you got a few days left to flesh out your personal blueprint for 2018. Make this blueprint real. Visualize it. See it in completed state. Choose your primary arena that's going to get, again, that, that's not your most important, you know, being a dad and being a spouse and, and being your own best friend personally. Those are more important than your vocation, but pick that primary arena that uh, you're going to spend an enormous amount of time in. Typically, that's career. What do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want to reinvent you? The opportunity is right 
now. And I have to tell you, one year ago, I started writing the blueprint. And I went back with my staff through every client that I've had in over 40 years. We had to go back into boxes. It wasn't even on the computers and files. You know, some of it even handwritten. All their visions, all their arenas, all their goals, what they accomplished. And we took over 20, almost 2,500, a little, little shy of 2,500 clients, every vision, every goal, every task, every key person in that arena for maybe eight or nine or 10 arenas for every person. And we cataloged them. So if you have a golf arena, you're a golfer. What do you want to be in 2018? 20 handicap? Single-digit handicap? Win your club championship? These were all visions of some of my clients. But, of course, some of my clients wanted to be number one in the world on the PGA Tour. Some of my clients wanted to wear a green jacket to win the Masters. So there's no rules here, but the book was a labor of love. It, it caused me to go back and uh, re-experience my interactions with all of my clients. And, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. It took almost 2,500 clients for, for this book to be real and be alive. One year later, the book's finished. I'm off to my next book. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I don't, have I told anyone? I, I, I'm, I don't think I have, but I'm already started on my next one. But if you haven't ordered the blueprint, you can pre-order it right now. It's coming out in February. Uh, and to get your order in now, I promise you, when the blueprint is read, when you're done, you'll have every tool to really flesh out a blueprint. I'm giving you parts of this right now in this show, and we have been, but nothing great happens without a blueprint, and that includes a life worth living. Needs a blueprint. 2018, here's what I envision. I'm envisioning a major paradigm shift in the mindset of America. I envision it. I see women stepping up to the forefront as they have. Women are going to demand equal pay, and women are going to get equal pay because they deserve equal pay. I'm seeing that happening. It's already, the train's already pulled out of the station. I see people being more civil. I see people going into their communities and being more kind. I am hoping, and I'm going to visualize the internet to be nicer. The internet's not nice. So many people have posted positive things, and I don't know who the people are that are calling people horrible names, horrible bullying, trolling unmercifully. Get a life, everybody. We need a kinder, better internet. What does that mean? Oh, you can't change the internet. 
but you can change the mindset of the people that are using the internet. I also am envisioning for 2018 kids being more disciplined, taking ownership, not allowing their peer group to dominate all of their thoughts. You guys have a kid right now that's turned 13. The torch of dominance has been passed now from mom and dad to the peer group. The peer group becomes dominant. The peer group tells our children what to wear, how to talk, how to think about their own parents, what music to listen to, where they need to go, what they do for recreation. Be aware of that, mom and dad, but I'm envisioning kids all over the country standing up and taking control of their lives. It's possible. I've seen it, and now I'm, I'm envisioning it on a massive level. 2018, I'm envisioning a year of kindness. I'm envisioning a year of hope. And that's what I'm going to visualize New Year's Eve. Amazingly, amazingly powerful. Again, I'm just thinking back to the 20 plus episodes of the show and, and how people's perspectives have been changed. And man, what a, what a haven of positivity when a lot of people would say 2017 was a, a negative year. Look at all the positivity that we just found. Oh, and look I, at the positivity we're going I, into. I think 2017 was an amazing year because it made us all aware. Look. We're all awake. We're not all aware. And that, that, that's in every aspect of your life. People are not aware. We're not aware of our own negativity. I, I wasn't negative. But if I saw the replay of my interaction with that person, I go, oh, all right, mate. All right, I guess I was. I was not aware. We're all awake, Seth, but we're not all aware. 2017. We all have a list of what we don't want. That's a effort bucket list, you know, <laughs> an effort list. Uh, that's what you don't want. And I think knowing what you don't want, I think that's a positive. Now we can focus on what we do want in our lives. I'm not talking materialistic things, and there's nothing wrong with making, you know, a billion dollars. I hope you do. But are you more disciplined? Are you more giving? Are you a better brother? Are you a better sister? Are you the best significant other you can be? Are you a great neighbor? You know, there's so many people, they don't even know their neighbors. They don't even want to interact with their neighbors. They don't even care about their neighbors. I, I really don't understand that. That's not how I was raised in uh, Appalachia. You know, we, we loved our neighbors. And if our neighbors had a fire, then. We helped put it out, and we helped rebuild their house if we could. I mean, it's just how we did it. Our, uh, we didn't lock, lock our doors because we trusted our neighbors. Not only that they wouldn't come into our house and steal something, we trusted they would be vigilant of anybody else coming in our neighborhood. We need better neighborhoods, better communities, and your neighbors can help raise your kids. And that's all about hope. 2018, that's the year of hope, but I want hope to have legs. I want hope to have tractions. 
it not, it's not this philosophical hope, you know, this thing that I can't touch or feel. It's hope with a blueprint that manifests into reality. I'm looking forward to 2018. I'm visualizing business growth, visualizing a, a move for my wife and I and myself as we, you know, kind of cement the business more. Look at having kids. Look at living in a place where all those things are. Oh, are hold up! Easier. You mean you're moving from Wisconsin to <laughs> Illinois? Are you yeah. coming south? I, I you know, I, I believe we I'm need visualizing your taxes that. down here, Seth. Come down to come on down south, will you? You know. It, I, it, it is the next, it's the next step that we need to make. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to miss the beach like crazy. But the thing about that lake is it's a pretty big lake. So there's actually a lot of that beach. Uh, there's beach in Illinois. Come on down. Come on down, Seth. We're, we're going to love you down here. Um, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Be thankful for what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Spend New Year's Eve with the people you love and care about. Party hardy, rock on. Celebrate. Celebrate. 2017 was a great year of awareness. We know what we don't want. We know what we do want. Let's make 2018 a year of hope, possibility, but let's make it a year of action. And every thought you have is kinetic energy and for every uh, kinetic, kinetic energy is an action. So for every thought you have, there's a reaction. Send out a tsunami of energy. I believe you'll get back so much positivity in return to make it the best year ever. Work on your blueprint, flesh it out, and then we'll be talking to you in 2018. And we've got one more thing, Seth, that we need to discuss. And that is the Zone Cafe. We've got to go out on an amazing, incredible drive-up experience, the Zone Cafe. Actually, as soon as I do this one thing, a little bonus for you. The blueprint, you're going to be able to hold it in your hand in 2018. You're going to be able to put all these things together. You're going to have it on paper right in front of you, which I'm excited about because that means I'm not reading it off my phone to you. <laughs> this is a little more comfortable. The Russian Dolls. This is from the Blueprint. You can pre-order right now on Amazon, or actually wherever you get books. Jim Fannin, F-A-N-N-I-N, The Blueprint. That's how you find it. And, and it's The Blueprint, a proven plan for successful living. While delivering seminars in the Ukraine in the late 1980s, I came across a set of Russian nesting dolls on a shopping trip to Kiev. Upon inspecting my purchase of seven dolls, each one was stacked within the next larger doll. Made from wood and placed on a lathe, each doll was crafted and hand-painted in vibrant colors with a unique design. The first de doll depicted the mother. This was the largest doll and represented the master of the boss. The remaining dolls were inside one another until finally the smallest doll, designed as a baby, was alone on the table. Within seconds of placing the dolls on the table, synchronized visualization was born within me. The concept of Russian dolls can help to ensure that each vision uh, and in turn the blueprint in reality by synchronizing your proactive visualizations in the following time sequence. Single performance. Visualize opening and closing any performance uh, where it's important to attract the zone. Never have a physical workout without mentally rehearsing. Mentally preview each of your meetings, practices, conferences, appointments, and encounters. 
Picture the outcome desired once this single performance is complete. These individual performances are to be thread into the day, the week, the month, the quarter, and the year. And daily, never have a day you haven't already had. Each night, take 90 seconds to visualize your next day on Earth as the greatest day possible. See to it that the big rocks are still intact. Each day is one-seventh of a great week and one-thirtieth of an awesome month. Thread the day into the next week, month, quarter, and year. The Blueprint 2018. You're going to have this book in your hand. It's going to put all these pieces together that we've been giving you, and it's going to be an integral part of your best year ever. And and also in in the book, uh, I've selected 13 universal tools that every single client in 40 years has used. Uh, These are 13 tools. We've mentioned some of them here on the show. 13 universal tools. They are going to work regardless of your profession, uh, no matter what arena. They will work in every arena, and they take less than 90 seconds to deploy. But these 13 universal tools, uh, they're going to help you manifest your personal customized blueprint. And the last thing we got to give you as we wrap up 2017, of course, we'll be back next week as we look at hitting the ground running. But we've got to go to the Zone Cafe. And this Zone Cafe really is a special one for 2018, right? It is. Uh, so you're in your car and you go, wow, I, I, I'm hungry. I'm hungry to be in the zone. I am hungry to be the best, genuine, authentic self I can be. I am so hungry. Maybe I need to go to the Zone Cafe. And here you are. You're in your car. You're at the drive up. Seth's in the window taking your order. And you can order anything. I'm back there cooking, trying to prepare it for you. You can get, we only have five menu items, but this is what you're going to need and what you believe you need for 2018. You can only order one of these. Now, you can come back and fill in whatever you need throughout the year. You can get a slab. I mean, an awesome slab of self-discipline. That would be the Russian doll, synchronized visualization. That would be a well-defined blueprint. That's the willingness, but even more than those tools of blueprint, it's a commitment. Self-disciplined people have committed to a blueprint to help them reach their visions and goals. So you can order that. And maybe that's all you need. And if that's what you need, take your order. See you later. You're going to have an awesome 2018. But maybe. Maybe you have a blueprint. Maybe you've had a blueprint every year. But February, March, April, May, you get off track, you meander, uh, you got too many balls juggling, and you just don't focus mentally and physically on the task that's going to take you to those goals that'll help you reach the vision. Maybe you need a big bag of concentration. Maybe you need that. Maybe you're trying to do too much. Maybe you got too much on your plate. Well, this bag of concentration, it's lean and mean. It's simple. So if you need concentration, please order that from Seth because he's going to put it in your car and you can drive off with more focus like a cheetah that's hungry, needs to eat. Or you could order a big plate of optimism. 
I'm talking self-esteem. That's what you think other people think about you, positive self-esteem, or trust that what you have is enough, <clears throat> or belief, expectancy, or a sense of knowing. All of these come under the jurisdiction of optimism. And if you need supreme optimism, especially when you're faced with adversity, place that order right now because that's going to make you feel good. And it's going to give you a feeling no matter what happens, nothing can go wrong. But maybe, maybe because you've had a rough 2017 and maybe a stressful, and maybe you've been worrying about all kinds of things, maybe you need a giant keg of relaxation. Cool, easy, peaceful, free from worry, free from anxiety, free from even the need to do something. You are a palm tree in a hurricane, absorbing negative energy, letting it pass through you. And when it blows itself out, you wake up and go, hey, sunshine, how you doing? Jaws unhinged, no furrowed brow, zero stress in your body, peaceful, tranquil. You might need a keg of that for 2018. And if you do, Seth will help you load that in the back seat or the trunk because you might need a big, big keg of that. But maybe, maybe 17 wasn't a year of fun and excitement and enthusiasm. And maybe you didn't have as much passion for whatever you love and whatever you do. Maybe that's what you need. Seth has cases and cases of enjoyment. And you can have each of these throughout the entire year. That no matter what happens, I'm going to love me. I'm going to love life. I'm going to love my neighbor. But even more so, I'm going to love the challenges. I know one thing. If you have abnormal dreams, Seth, you got to think in an abnormal way. You can't think like everybody else. And maybe you just need more smiles and more passion and more upbeat attitude. Well, that'll, that'll carry a tired performer over the finish line, that passion for living and being the best that you can be. So if you need that, we got cases of it for 2018. Place your order. This is what you believe is the missing link in the score chain, what you believe you need to go into the greatest year of your life. Looking at 2018, looking at the blueprint, I'm going self-discipline. Self-discipline can be such a game changer this year. I, I will tell you, Seth, that once you have that blueprint, it's a relief. It um, puts things in perspective. You know, you really... Self-discipline's first in the score chain, Seth, for a reason. Uh, the word score was a fluke. I, I didn't even know it was a word until my father, uh, who was an uneducated wordsmith, said, that's an acronym. I, you know, I'm like, what's an acronym? I wasn't even sure what it was <laughs> in the early 70s. And he goes, you, you didn't learn anything in college? I go, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, I interviewed 100 world champions. Why are you great? The very first thing was self-discipline. and. They all had a vision that woke them up and put them to bed at night. And they, they had a plan, and, and they stuck to it. They committed to it. Uh, 
you really can't concentrate unless you have a place to send your energy and the blueprint is where you need to send it. And the other thing, Seth, that I, I think because you chose self-discipline, you can adjust that blueprint anytime it's yours. You can change it, modify it. You can delete a few things. It's a map and um, you may change your destination on your map. So uh, redraw the lines and uh, get, get a, a, a new blueprint. It's really on you. And so I'm going to modify our, our final grading here just a little bit because we normally say, you know, have a zone week. Well, have a zone 2018. There it is. Be in the zone because it's the only place to be. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm your host. What an awesome 17 and party hardy. We're not only celebrating 17 leaving, we're celebrating the greatest year of our life. Seth, you've been awesome. Thank you so much. You've helped me be in the zone. What a great sidekick for 217. I'm blessed to have you uh, as a sidekick on that show. I, I'm visualizing you having a kick-ass 2018, best year of your life. And everybody listening, if you need anything, if you have any questions, you have any concerns, please drop me an email. Ask Jim at jimbannon.com. Shoot me an email. I'll either get back to you personally the best I can or we'll address it on the show. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. And I am going to open up an Instagram uh, account and uh, I'm going to give that a shot for 2018. Be in the zone, everybody. Happy New Year. This is The Crush Report with Jeff Groeschel. Well, one of our top priorities is keeping kids involved in sport. The numbers are showing a different story, with 7 of 10 kids dropping out of organized sport by the age of 13. Clearly understanding why kids are dropping out of sport is the first step to fixing the problem. We spoke with John O'Sullivan, the founder and CEO of Changing the Game Project, about the pitfalls of early specialization. Yeah, and, and one of the things that we find out is those kids who go into one sport earlier, you know, they, they burn out, they drop out at a much higher rate. And one of the really scary bits of research that's coming out is, is that kids who drop out of sport at a young age, they don't come back to any sport ever. So, so we're not only losing them to a specific sport, but they just live unhealthier lives. And so it's so important that, you know, kids who, if we can keep kids active through that, you know, through that middle school age, they're far more likely just to be active adults and, and be healthier with all the benefits that gives them. So from a psychological standpoint, you know, when you lose ownership of something, um, when there's no enjoyment in it, there's no intrinsic motivation. Without intrinsic motivation, kids are going to go do something else that motivates them, like play video games. 
Crush Performance, your weekly source for sport performance and athletic development information. If you're a serious athlete, a weekend warrior, parent, or coach, join us each week as we investigate the latest trends and research coming out of the sport performance world. We'll visit with top athletes, coaches, and sports scientists to keep you on the cutting edge and to find out what it truly takes to achieve human maximum performance. You can visit us online at CrushPerformance.com and Crush Performance Radio with me, Jeff Kershell, can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and at Radio Influence.